Welcome to Scream Grabs, a weekly series from Macabre Bros and Bras, where we dissect one scene and one scene only, good, bad, or ugly, showing how it makes great horror legendary, good horror better, or even shitty horror watchable. Hey, what's up, Macabre fam? All you horror fiends out there, it's Phil, Macabre Brothers Original, coming to you with this week's Scream Grab, where I'll be looking at the best episode from one of my favorite recent TV shows, The Haunting of Hill House. This one came on recommendation from another Macabre original, Johnson, who said, and I quote, turn off the lights, crank up the sound, and watch this show now. And that was back in 2018, uh, right around the time Haunting of Hill House uh, debuted. And to be honest, I was going to skip it over. I had really zero to no interest because I got a love-hate relationship with most haunted house stories. Um, I love them because when they're done well, you know, something like The Shining, which is one of my favorite movies ever, uh, The Others, uh, The Innkeepers, those ones come to mind right away. They can just grab you and hold you and pull you in and you feel like you are at that haunted house. The hate comes from most every other haunted house movie. Uh, For whatever reason, when the lights go up, I'm back in my living room and the experience is gone. Uh, There's no lingering terror or dread left from that house. Uh, You know, maybe it's because I just, um, I I don't know, maybe I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits, you know, things that uh, go on after you die, but I just don't believe in ghosts. And there's so many haunted house movies that rely on ghosts things that go bump in the night to creep you out and um, just doesn't do it for me. Haunting of Hill House, it lived up to expectations and surpassed them for me. Uh, I wasn't ready to spend 12 hours with a haunted house story, but it did it and it did it right. And all of that starts coming together in the episode I'll be talking about. Episode five, The Bent Neck Lady. Now, spoiler alert, huge spoiler alert, danger, 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 Nell Crane, danger, Nell Crane, get out now while you can. If you haven't seen this show, or maybe you're only a couple episodes in, haven't made it to episode five, I want you to experience episode five, the bent neck lady, the way it was meant to be, the way it unfolds, because this is where the entire show comes together. And that's all I'll say. So, you've been warned. Now, if you have seen Haunting of Hill House, Come on with me, and we'll explore the tragedy of young Nell Crane. Now, I want you two to get good rest. What if I have a bad dream? Well, I'm sure we can handle any dream you have. What if I dream that you sent us away into the dark and we get hurt? Uh, Now, to set things up first, uh, Haunting of Hill House, not to be confused with House on Haunted Hill, that old Vincent Price joint that was redone in 99 as a kind of a, a cheesy 90s horror movie. Haunting of Hill House focuses on a family, a doomed haunted family that moves into the titular Hill House. <laughs> titular. Anyway. They move into Hill House, and Hill House is fucking brooding. It is deadly. This house has it out for the Crane family, uh, including the mom, who is the most psychologically scarred out of any of them. Uh, The dad, who might not believe that something is wrong with the house, but certainly sees the impact it's having on his family. And then their children, including the youngest girl, Nell Crane, and her brother, Luke. They get devastated by Hill House, starting the very night they move in at six years old when an apparition drops from the ceiling, the bent neck lady, and stands at the foot of Nell's bed, haunting her. And this apparition continues to haunt her through her life. 
Oddly enough, Luke doesn't see the bent neck lady, which pays off in this episode. Also paying off in this episode is the effect that it's had on Nell through her entire life. She can't sleep. That really bad dream? Of course I'd wake you. And we are rooting so hard for Nell because Nell, she's one of the good ones. She's the best of the Crane family. She is, she's well-meaning, she's well-intentioned. She is also just a sweet, loving, caring, beautiful woman. And we want her to win. We want her to find a way to escape the Hill House. And she finally does in Arthur. Arthur is a tech on a sleep study. You know, as they often happen in haunted house movies, uh, there's got to be some kind of study or psychological insight into what's happening at the house. And Arthur is one of the techs, and they have a little meet-cute over a, well, supposed invitation to coffee that eventually turns to love and marriage. And we get a beautiful scene about halfway through this movie at Nell and Arthur's wedding. And you see it on Nell's face. Nell is happy. Nell has finally found her person and her place. And it seems as though she's escaped Hild House. Until the Bent Neck Lady returns. And the Bent Neck Lady has not appeared in a long time. And Arthur sees the Bent Neck Lady standing at the end of the bed and dies. And that is the beginning of Nell's fall the beginning of her ultimate tragedy. Her husband passes about halfway through this episode and she is devastated again. She's right back to where she was and so she goes to another psychologist trying to find some way to escape Hill House. And what does that psychologist do? Like any good haunted movie psychologist? Well, he tells her, sack up kid, figure it out. Go and confront your demons. Visit Hill House. Maybe not the most sound psychological advice, but whatever, which means Nell's also got to do what she's got to do in a TV show, and that is go back to Hill House alone. Yeah, she chooses to go alone, and all you want to do is just grab that girl by the shoulders and turn her around and put her on a plane to Europe or Istanbul or wherever the fuck else, anywhere but Hill House. And yet it's not to be. And as she approaches Hill House in the final 15 minutes of the of this episode, um, we get this great interplay between Nell and the illusions of Hill House, the ghosts of her family, telling her that she has helped them escape drug addiction, her younger brother Luke, or that she has helped them find a better piece of themselves, her father. And then she sees Mom, and she literally sees Mom, the ghost of Mom, another illusion from Hill House, and Mom beckons her into the front foyer of this dark, dilapidated, destructive house and leads her up the stairs, the grand staircase, to a landing at the very top of the stairs, a second floor landing where Mom loops a noose around her neck, kisses her on the forehead, and pushes Nell over the railing, hangs her, killing her, And that's when we get 45 seconds of the most devastating imagery, wraparound, payoff, whatever you want to call it, 45 seconds of the most devastating cinema that I've ever seen, horror genre or not. As Nell falls from the railing, noose around her neck, we realize that Nell is the bent neck lady. She has always been the bent neck lady. She is the ghost that's been haunting herself since the time she was six years old from that first night in Hill House to her teenage years to the ghost that killed Arthur always falling from the ceiling. No, no, no. 
always screaming no, 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 always knowing what's coming, always knowing that she is the bent neck lady. And yet, because of the incredible trick that this episode pulls off, we never see it coming. It is one of the truly unexpected reveals in cinema. And the way that it is done is just, it sends chills down my spine and I feel for Nell. And that's something that most haunted house movies just don't do for me. I I never feel for the characters. I rarely feel the terror, the tension, the, the dread that they feel. But young Nell Crane, when she falls from the roof, noose on her neck, and descends through her life, haunting herself all the way back to six-year-old Nell, fuck, there's nothing like it. And it sticks with me to this day. I've only seen that episode twice. I rewatched it to do this uh, podcast. Only the second time I'd seen it since the first time I saw it, and yet it sticks with me. You know, it's like it's like the scene in The Others, the final reveal scene in The Others, the remade Nicole Kidman version, or it's the moment in The Shining when Shelley Duvall is chased through the hallways and you feel there is no escape. That's what this moment does. So again, I highly recommend watching all of The Haunting of Hill House. Maybe you've only seen it once. Rewatch it. I'll be rewatching it. And uh, I want your recommendations. What's another good haunted house TV show I could get into, or just any horror TV show. Um, I'm a little lean right now. I tend to go for, uh, you know, the the bombastic, outlandish sort of shit, like um, Ash vs. Evil Dead, you know, gore to the floor and the ceilings and the walls and lots of, uh, you know, 70s rock. Um, but I could use something scary again. I know that the uh, the director of Haunting of Hill House, the writer and director of Haunting of Hill House, uh, Mike Flanagan, also did Doctor Sleep, plus The Haunting of Bly Manor which is kind of the quasi-sequel to this. Um, so maybe i got to check out Haunting of Bly Manor. If you've seen it, let me know. How is it? Or let me know another show I could check out. Hit us up at Macabre Bros at Facebook and Instagram or macabros at gmail.com. Macabre spelled the way you usually spell it. This is Phil coming to you with my scream grab, the bent neck lady still haunted over here by Nell and her demons. 